0: strong and getty communications compound hey everybody Today we're on the tutelage of our general manager the men who stormed the beach at normandy yesterday
1: 77 years ago this day was june 6th known as d-day toxic masculinity saved the world
0: whoa gotcha boom I own the libs. Oh, drinking their tears. <laughs> yes. Oh. Yummy, yummy liberal tears. Jeez. Ah. <laughs> oh, oh, man. <laughs> I know.
1: I perverted I screwed it up. I ruined it. It was a loving tribute to the heroes who
0: won World War II. There and you then go. I messed it up. up. Ah, that's a good horn sting right there. Stab. Hey. What does this week hold for us? I don't know. Summertime. My son has a field trip today, so he's very, very excited. Last week of school. Last week of in person school, which I know for most of you around the country is not a big deal, but for California, it is a big deal. Hmm. Uh, in person school, mate, with the entire year, not really anything to note of uh, kids being in classrooms, entire school year. Really, really, there's really nothing. They Your weren't...
1: school didn't follow the science. <laughs> yeah.
0: Anyway, um, yeah, what
1: what what does the school year mean at this point? What are various districts around the country doing? The kids staying
0: all summer? Are they taking two weeks off and going back? I don't know. Uh, I've, I've heard nothing about staying. Um, I do think next year it's going to be the biggest topic in America as the teachers try to figure out how to teach these kids. But uh, you know, that's several months away. You have fifth graders who
1: are barely up to speed with third grade material all sure. over the country. Yeah, yeah. weird, dude. Good thing we follow the science.
0: Yeah, and uh, speaking of California, it's one of the states where the, 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 the legislature is trying to say to the governor at this point, hey, I think the emergency's over, so you want, want to give up your emergency powers? huh? This is, why is it still an emergency? And the governor like uh, Newsom in California, like a lot, number of governors across the country, are trying to hang on to their emergency powers where they can do anything without the legislature, which is just, you know. Proving all the old axioms about power and uh, and how that works. Yeah,
1: I must admit, there's a very small silver lining to the awful cloud of the COVID. And that's when we, and y'all often, say things like, you know, power granted is never released or, or released as slowly as the powerful can. You're going to say,
0: yeah, they're right. Yep, I've seen it. So we'll have to get into this opinion piece. It's in the Wall Street Journal. Was it yesterday or today? The science suggests a Wuhan lab leak. Two of your more important scientists in the world wrote a long piece describing why and how they think it, the most likely thing is this was man created in a lab. Yeah. Come on now. Right. So not only is there a mountain of circumstantial evidence, and
1: there undeniably is that it was a lab leak, but they've delved into the genome of the beast and said, wait a minute, there's a sequence here that is absolutely a flashing red light that this was altered in a lab, gain-of-function research. You know what the story is rapidly becoming? Who covered up what and
0: why, and what ought to happen to them? What ought to happen to him is a good question. I don't know about that. Trump yeah. gave a speech last night and said uh, China owes us reparations. I wouldn't mind seeing some sort of world pressure on China to do that. They're never going to pay anything, but I don't mind uh, hitting them with the bill. Uh, You owe the world $28 trillion, uh, due in 90 days. That's Yeah.
1: Well, you know, I doubt the world will be this stiff backbone, but you could freeze assets. You could halt payments. uh, You could announce tariffs, that sort of thing,
0: to get the money back one way or the other. Uh, So there was a boxing match last night. Former many, many time world champion Floyd Mayweather fought a YouTube star. I was getting round by round descriptions from uh, Craig Gottwalls, the Obamacare lawyer. Did he get it? Did he buy it? Uh, Yes. He did not tell me that. Kind of. But anyway. Oh. Oh. um, (laughs) He watched the fight. A lot of leaning, I guess. Not a lot of punches thrown. An S fight, he called it. Glad I didn't pay for it. Yeah, middle-aged guy fights
1: YouTube guy. Great. Super. <laughs> and and, and I, we may even have this clip. I can't remember, but Floyd said after the fight, yeah, I'm not going to return to boxing, but I like this exhibition
0: thing. I'm going to stick with this. Yeah. yeah. I'll
1: bet you are.
0: He did say at one point, I'm not 22 anymore, so... He might be recognizing himself slowing down. Well, he's not 42 anymore. (laughs) But uh, I was hoping as I was getting the round-by-round updates, the fact that Floyd Mayweather hadn't really thrown a punch at the YouTube star, I was thinking, okay, it's my strategy we were talking about on Friday. He's just going to wait, you know, let the crowd get a little bit of their money's worth, and then when the YouTube star isn't looking, just knock him out with one punch. But no, he never did, so... I did see some highlights of the fight. They are both bastards, and they both got punched hard in the face. So, (laughs) you know, there's
1: something to enjoy.
2: Yeah. Nothing wrong with seeing people you don't like get punched hard right in the nose. Exactly. His business model of uh, d- tricking other people into boxing exhibitions becomes much harder to do if he just absolutely sends each person to the emergency room. Really? I think it makes... Hmm. No, the other people aren't oh, going to sign yeah, up for it. That's true. But if if they see it, hey, I just need to go out there, I punch myself tired, I get tagged in the face a couple times over the course of eight rounds, and I make $20 million. Sign me up. Okay, for the boxer, I get that, but how, why are people gonna keep tuning in if he because doesn't? Because really? we're stupid and we deserve exactly the entertainment that we get. I got nothing to add to that. When spectacle matters more than legitimacy or technique or anything, then yeah, this is what we get. Alright uh it's a uh, teamwork that makes the
0: dream work and that's why we introduce everybody in the squad there's our technical director. you would not believe how many buttons he has to press during a four-hour period there's there he is michelangelo hi this morning michael
2: good you know it's been a long time since i cried but i did this past weekend when i heard that megan and uh what's his face harry oh, harry. <laughs> yeah. harry yeah <laughs> i kind of blew that joke didn't it well, had, had well, a baby well, Yeah, followed it real closely, did you? (laughs) (laughs) Kind of a bummer, huh? So what happened? Shed a tear, huh? Oh, they had their baby Lily over the weekend. Uh, It was a little girl, so Mm. it's just funny because Vox breaks in with breaking news, and they are all excited about it. And it's just, Mm. you know, that's it, guys. All right, yeah.
0: Did they shoot the baby into space or anything?
3: No, no, not nothing like that.
0: But uh, anyway, that's all I have. (laughs) Go ahead, give us clip (laughs) number two, Michael.
3: All right.
1: Fox right? News Royal Baby Alert Prince Harry and Meghan well their parents again welcoming their second baby we're told a daughter named Lilibet or Lily Lilibet Diana Little we're told bet. Lily Weighed in at 7 pounds, 11 ounces, but we congratulate them here at Fox News. Parents again, Megan oh, and Harry. I mean, What's this? What? Back
0: like, to Sean's point. People are stupid. Yeah, Sean's point a moment, a moment ago. We get the entertainment we deserve. Oh, yeah. You care about that? You care about that? I did not know Lily was short for Lilibet. That's, I don't think it was. <laughs> that's new to me. Huh? You, you don't think it is? it? Uh, is it? Is is every lily I've ever known short for Lilibet? I'll start calling, well, Lilibet, how are you today? Not
1: necessarily.
0: Mm. Every Lilibet is a
2: lily. Not every lily is a Lilibet. Okay. I'll take your word for it. There's Positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? (laughs) It is my belief they made up that name entirely. (laughs) Could be. Um, uh, Doing well. I I just, once again, must uh, sing my praises for the audio books. I feel silly for being such a late convert to a thing that has existed for quite some time. Uh, i i'm making uh, so much more progress on books than I, than i had in any of mm-hmm. my previous attempts of the last 5 years or so um still just on the on the one book it's a long book i'm listening to but just a, any drive that's longer than 20 minutes and i get to crank out a couple chapters it's it's fantastic
0: i got into a back one is on cassette
2: Oh get them from sec- the li-
0: get them from the library, and then CD Put in your D batteries. Press play. Yeah, <laughs> but it is pretty awesome. Of course, it kills talk radio. But what are you going to do? Nah, there's plenty. Of of <laughs> well, perhaps you won't promote it on talk radio. What's the matter with you
1: too. Uh-uh. Books on tape are crap. They pervert your mind. <laughs> you won't. You'll
2: never get an erection again. They're brain, terrible. For all you. kinds I'm, of brain I'm cancer. I'm counteracting that by selling transcripts of our show. There so. you go. <laughs> and sheet music of our
1: bumper tunes
0: take on books with the transcripts of our show that's what we'll do i'm jack armstrong he's joe getty on this monday june 7th the year 2021 we're armstrong and getty and we approve of this program
1: Let's begin the show now, officially, according to FCC rules and regs. Here we go, at
3: Mark. Could I interest you in everything, all of the time? A little bit of everything, all of the time. Apathy's a tragedy, and boredom is a crime. Anything and everything, all of the time. I like that. I don't know what that is. Wow. That
1: is so interesting. Uh, Judy and I had a a two-and-a-half-hour conversation with our son, Declan, last
0: night. Wow, that's a long conversation.
1: About all sorts of things, life, love, and jobs, and careers, and and politics, and and art, and the rest of it. And one of the things he expressed is he is highly concerned with what social media has done to his brain. Mm. And he is working very hard to to decouple and heal his brain from the everything, all the time, scroll, scroll, scroll uh, lifestyle.
0: How is it manifesting itself? Uh, attention span? Or? Yes. I mean,
1: for instance, he's a songwriter, and uh, he said, I don't have the patience to write lyrics. I look at an empty page, and I think, no, 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 no. Where? What should I look at? What should I scroll? What should I feel? What should I say?
3: Could I interest you in everything all of the time? Right. A little bit of everything all of the time. Apathy's a tragedy, and boredom is a crime. Anything and everything all of the time.
2: Boredom is a
0: crime. That's good stuff Borden, right there. Or might be what your brain needs to keep you from going crazy. Who is that young firebrand? Uh,
2: that is from Bo Burnham's very interesting comedy special, I guess, called Inside. He, he It is entirely one-man produced. He he filmed it inside his apartment during the pandemic thing. That is from a song that's in that called Welcome to the Internet that is required reading for anybody who wants reading. Watch it. It's a, it's a music video comedy special thing. Mm. Uh, but if you want it's to, a, it's a great on-ramp to the meme economy. It's a Welcome to the Internet. Hilarious. I thought maybe uh, we could play uh, the full thing for the podcast because it has some naughty words in oh, it.
0: okay, yeah. That'd be cool for one Sounds more like thing. Sounds like a winner, partner.
2: which you can get later on today at armstrongygetty.com.
0: Yeah, we should talk more about that later. Uh, how's mailbag look? Oh, outstanding. Starting the week off in style. Yeah, we'll read a little bit from that Wall Street Journal opinion piece that I think makes it, you know, that's more or less over to me the argument of uh, where the dang virus came from. All that on the way. Our text line is four one five two nine five 295 kftc
3: The Armstrong and
0: Getty Show. So, the COVID 19 pathogen has a genetic footprint that has never been observed in a natural coronavirus, according to the experts writing in the Wall Street Journal today. It has never happened. It could, but it never has. Ah, and yet that sequence appears over and over again
1: in viruses that have undergone gain-of-function manipulation. How interesting. You freedom bastards. Loving, sorry. Freedom-loving quote of the day, bastards. Ah, the drum, the fife, the fife, the drum, interweaving as only they can. Since this simply was the music of the time of the revolution... For some reason, we're playing it now. Mm. <laughs> Your freedom loving quote of the day from none other than TJ Thomas Jefferson. I would rather be exposed to the inconveniences attending too much liberty than to those attending too small a degree of it. Mm. Good one. Yep, yep, yep. Holly from the Free State of Utah writes I note. Know- oh, that's mailbag. We got a transit for my mailbag. See, I'm in charge of this. I don't have it down. I noticed your recent request to find the perfect label for the current journalists and media companies they serve, and I think activist media describes them perfectly. They're no longer independent, but rather the propaganda arm of political parties. In fact, the definition of activist is an especially active, vigorous advocate of a cause. Especially a political cause. Hmm, sounds pretty accurate. Webster's so? Dictionary defines activist as... Yeah, all right. It's a little <laughs> high school essay-ish, but she makes a good point. Uh, left activist uh, media. That's what I'm going to start calling it. Holly, you win. Uh, the always intriguing Paolo. Oh, he sent along a link to a story about the ACLU, uh, which was excellent. We'll get to that in a moment or three. The insane lecture at Yale that we discussed Friday, the psychopathic problem of the white mind. Yeah. Just crazy troubling stuff. We, we, we could, should redo that. Yeah, we should early in the show so people can hear this. But uh, JT and Livermore points out there are three major problems uh, with the fact that this lecture even took place. Number one, crazy persons are given a microphone and treated like they aren't crazy. And they're clearly a fringe, angry person. Uh, two, some people think it's impossible to be racist against white people. Then, of course, he destroys that idiotic notion. And three, this person should not be allowed to retain her board certification. She's treating people with mental health problems. She says all people, all white people, rather, are psychopathic. Their brains have been altered by history to be psychopathic.
0: And how talk, how she'd like to shoot a white person in the head and she'd walk away. Feeling like she did some good for the world, and yeah, just really weird stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah, really kind of sick. Uh, let's see, JWL writes, uh, "Guys, I'm sitting here at the DMV, and I'm thinking of some possible Secret Service code names for Joe Biden and Kamala Harris." <laughs> okay, I'm not sure the Secret Service needs your help, but thank you. He suggests for Biden code names could include Uncle Mumbles, uh, Millard Fillmore Light, and Hurricane, and his favorite what? That's odd. And for Come Harrison, Corella DeVille, Aunt Giggles, The Mattress. Oh, I think that's a reference to her. No, oh, that's no, unfortunate. No, not Come on now. I like Aunt Giggles. And uh, and then <laughs> that one I certainly can't read uh, on the air, sir, please. Every camel has them, but uh, that's terrible, and I would never say that. And then uh, this is a thought-provoking note, together with a rather dense uh, text about Police and using for, using force and the police uh, uh, officers' duty to protect any individual, but Al Nonymous, who's a detective at a, uh, a major police agency, says, "I'm formally learning how we, the police, must operate in the new world." Following the passage of any sites of California law, our requirements for deadly force have changed in California. Now, as officers are being charged for what used to be legal but unfortunate outcomes, we're seeing hesitancy among cops. Uh, on exactly what to do and when. There's now a fear to lawfully perform your duties, uh, but nevertheless be guilty in the eyes of public opinion, etc. Sadly, what I believe is happening is that cops are educating themselves in, quote, what are the bare minimums that are legally required, Mm. rather than what must I morally do? And and we probably ought to delve into this a little more in depth, but that's a huge change. What's the minimum I have to do in this situation so I don't get screwed or sued?
0: Uh, Latest evidence, the virus was made in a lab.
1: Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show.
0: So uh, I do want to talk about how much money would it take for you to have someone punch you in the face until you're knocked unconscious. Um, I want to talk about that a little bit. Less than you'd think. Um, the popularity mm-hmm. of cheesing. Are you following the cheesing craze? <sighs> oh, my. I have a bad feeling about this. No, I'm not.
2: I am, have no idea what it is. Am I acting like cheese? Am I doing s- <laughs> is cheese becoming a part of me? Being, being, am I smelling odd yet being delicious? You're being
0: cheesed. I'm being cheesed. Okay. Or your cars being cheesed? Mm. Or your cubicles being cheesed? My brother got cheesed, and it reminded me that this is a thing. Oh,
1: also, I have a uh, feature on generation Z slang. Okay, cool. what what the hip new terms are on TikTok. It might be the most annoying thing we've ever done.
0: The Wall Street Journal's headline on this is fairly uh m- muted. The Wall Street Journal's a serious newspaper. Indeed, and The New York Post went with the headline of their information, Damning Science Shows COVID-19 Engineered in Lab. The Wall Street Journal's uh, headline was, The Science Suggests a Wuhan Lab Leak. And these are two very, very serious scientists, uh, prominent, who write uh, uh, at length in the Wall Street Journal explaining it. I'm going to skip over all the the, the, the the science class stuff and give you just the overall outline, but it is uh, it's pretty good. Uh, Much of the public discussion has focused on circumstantial evidence, mysterious illnesses in late 2019, the lab's work intentionally supercharging viruses to increase lethality, the gain-of-function research that we've all learned about, and the Chinese Communist Party has been reluctant to release relevant information. Reports based on U.S. intelligence have suggested the lab collaborated on projects with the Chinese military. But the most compelling reason to favor the lab leak hypothesis is firmly based in science that we know In particular, considering the genetic fingerprint of COV-2, the novel coronavirus responsible for the disease COVID-19. There's a way that these things get put together. When researchers develop a virus on purpose to study it and to try to make it worse, they organize it in a certain way that will make it the most lethal. Right. Um, They tweak a very specific part of the genome to make an existing virus more lethal. And it is uh, it is its, at its optimum, lethal, and uh, virality, its ability to, to, to spread state when human beings alter it to get that way. Such early optimization, as in the COVID-19 came out, I mean started that way, mm. such early optimization is unprecedented, the scientists say, and it suggests a long period of adaptation that predated its public spread. Science knows of only one way that could be achieved, simulated natural evolution, Growing the virus on human cells until the optimum is achieved. That is precisely what is done in gain-of-function research. No virus has ever just shown up this way. It has had had to be developed that way over a long period of time. And the COVID-19, you know, the Chinese and some other scientists are claiming, just magically appeared that way. This is the damning fact. I'll read this, and then Joe will comment. This is the damning fact, says the scientists in uh, Wall Street Journal. It was this exact sequence that appears in COV-2. Proponents of zoonotic origin must explain why the novel coronavirus, when it mutated or recombined, happened to pick its least favorite combination in nature, the double CGG. Why did it replicate the choice of the lab's gain-of-function researchers would have made? Yes, it could have happened randomly through mutations, but do you believe that? At the minimum, this fact that the coronavirus, with all its random possibilities, took the rare and unnatural combination used by human researchers, implies that the leading theory for the origin of the coronavirus must be laboratory escape. Right. Just to
1: simplify it, there are 27 different variations of this particular part of the genetic sequence, the, the genome. And there's one that they use in labs all the time to make it more lethal so they can study it covid has that that little combination the other 26 are seen in nature all the time but the lab ones never seen in nature never Not has yet. been never has been and and the especially relevant part of this if you've been tracking with this story all along is when you mess with that particular part of the genome it doesn't show splicing so if you ever saw an article a just a a breathless or or a, just a pompous article in the New York Times, Washington Post, about scientists have studied it, and it shows no sign of splicing. Well, this explains that, and it is so obvious. This is the point in the movie where where Sherlock Holmes or Hercule Poirot or your favorite detective explains everything to everybody, and everybody goes home except the guy in handcuffs because there's plenty of evidence, and there's no point in flogging it any further. What happened was... The United States, some of our researchers, our State Department, some of our leading scientific figures were cooperating with the Chinese government because they're bat coronavirus central. They were studying these viruses, doing gain-of-function research, all for the best reasons, okay? But they had staked their entire reputation on this is safe, this is ethical, because there's a lot of resistance to those notions. But they staked stake their careers on, no, we can handle this safely. We can do this safely. And then the thing leaks out of the Wuhan lab because of shoddy uh, standards, and they cause a global pandemic co- that kills millions and costs all of us trillions and trillions of dollars and, and uh, damage to children and suicide and drug. I would cover that up, wouldn't you? I mean, most people would. And they tried like crazy to cover it up. It's starting with that that outrageous letter, uh, February of 2020, in which somebody who was completely compromised, that uh, Peter Dashall or uh-huh. whatever his name is, um, he led this effort to cover his own ass, and the world went ar- along with it because they hated Donald Trump, and Trump had said it was a lab leak. That's it. Sherlock Holmes and Dr. Watson head off into the fog.
0: It seems over to me, but the one thing I don't quite get is... Um When, how long have these scientists known this? When was this knowable? Is this just recently been knowable or has this been knowable for a long time and they just couldn't, their story just couldn't get any air? That, that's the second one.
1: The idea I got from the Wall Street Journal because some of the guys quoting in this article uh, knew within weeks of the February February 2020 release of the virus's partial genome, they noted that in the summary it omitted that critical part, which no scientist would ever omit unless they were trying to cover it. Um, And they oh, right, knew that right, within right. weeks of that release. So, yeah, they've been trying to speak, but they were, please, that's a conspiracy theory. That's a Trump QAnon conspiracy theory, said every single major media outlet in the United
0: States. Well, you know, that, that aside, this is one of the great screw-ups in the history of the planet by a supposedly smart beast, human beings. Yeah, you'd have to think long and hard to figure out a bigger one. Has there
1: been a bigger one? Electing Hitler chancellor maybe. I don't I don't know.
0: That is a really quite amazing. Um yeah. Well, let's not do this again. On planet. Well, yeah, right. You said uh, I, you'd cover up. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have
1: no, I, you know, I was just pointing out that a lot of human beings would because they had made such a catastrophic
0: mistake. Even if I was the scientist that, uh, you know, might have been the person who let it loose, I don't, I wouldn't have covered up knowing what it could do. But if I just was a, a scientist in DC who was advocating for this research and they screwed up in China, no, I'm not going to, I'm not going to cover up for that. They screwed up. It's still a good idea. I would argue the rest of my life to do right. this research, but right. you got to be more careful than those guys were. Right, and and Chernobyl girls. was
1: not an indictment of all nuclear power, it was an indictment of Soviet nuclear power.
0: Yeah. Uh but it's and yes they did, awful. Jack. Yet all those bureaucrats yep. did. Yep. Yep. You know, yeah, it's, it's I am I am slow to accept human nature. And uh and then apply it to myself. That's a thing Jordan Peterson if you're into him on uh, his YouTube videos. He always says you got to look at human nature and realize it applies to you too. Don't pretend that you're immune to all these uh, the, you know, all the things that you see human beings do, hmm. you have this in you too. You also, uh, not the band, you too. You have this in you also, and you know you be on, need to be on the guard for it. Uh, acting yeah. like you know other human beings do these things, but I would never. Well, yes, you would, um, unless you're really on guard for it. But uh, and if you don't know what introspection is,
1: you should take a long, hard look at yourself.
0: Well, I was going to use the example um, of the uh, the VA hospitals. You know, all oh. those things that you think, no, I would never do that. I would never fake up documents to pretend that we're doing a good job while old World War II veterans can't get an appointment. Well, thousands and thousands and thousands of people did.
1: Right. What's even more pathetic is they didn't actively commit the crime, but they didn't bother to report it either.
0: Right, and here you have also a whole bunch of the top scientists in the world who are willing to keep this quiet, hoping that they could... I don't know what. I don't know how they thought it was going to turn out. Get well, they got control. away
1: with it for a long damn time. Yeah. I mean, as of October last year, November, the, nobody was talking about the lab leak other than that was a on trump stupid, stupid conspiracy theory.
0: I wish I, I, I wish and hope that we can keep pressure on these uh, uh, American officials. So China's going to do what China's going to do. It's an evil regime. And the world needs to be aware of it and put pressure on them. But we can't control China. We can only bear it. But we can control our own government. And if we, if we really punish these people or make it clear to everyone in America, look, these scientists were covering their asses and let this get way out of hand rather than work toward, uh, you know, letting us still right off the bat. Oh, this is big. This is huge. This is how we can stop it. Well, yeah, you're right.
1: Justice demands that. It has to happen. I'm not sure that will have a positive effect going forward, just because of the nature of bureaucracies. Right. The iron law of bureaucracies.
0: It's really wild. Yeah. What an unbelievable end to this story.
1: I wonder how firm, how uh, extensively it will penetrate the American consciousness. It is highly unfortunate that we depend on the mass media to spread the word, because the truth will just die a quiet death if it's not
0: amplified. Right. One of the worst boxing spectacles in history occurred last night. I didn't watch it, but uh, it was worth millions to the participants, and I have a question for you.
1: Okay. And I want to hit you with just a little more of my conversation with my son about social media. Awesome. He used the best metaphor I've ever heard uh, about it. He got to metaphor Gene like his old man. <laughs> okay. The metaphor was like... <laughs> his metaphor was like a cool summer breeze, Sean. <laughs> so
0: refreshing. <laughs> oh, that's on the way.
3: Armstrong The Armstrong and Getty Show. Could I interest you in everything all of the time? A little bit of everything all of the time. Apathy's a tragedy and boredom is a crime. Anything and everything all of the time. That's the internet for you.
1: Yeah, I'd say. Uh... We got a lot to talk about this segment, but I had a long conversation with my son. He's trying very hard to give up or limit social media, figuring out how to approach it. And he used this great metaphor. I think it, it helps if you're like in audio production or a musician or whatever. Uh, and you know what compression is? It's a it's a it's a tool that it's kind of squeezes the sound so that there are no highs that are too high, and it lifts up the lows too. It squeezes it into kind of a narrow band of volume. Okay. And you can set it high or low so it compresses a little or a lot. And he said, I feel like something is compressing the crap out of my thoughts, out of my brain. Scrolling through social media, there's there's no joy, there's no breakthrough, there's no learning, but there's no boredom. And it's all squeezed (laughs) into a very little narrow band of kind of claustrophobic looking for uh, hits of endorphins. And I thought, wow, that's a good
0: metaphor. Yeah, that's uh, very easy to do with taking in information. You don't get to any really, really good stuff, but you don't have any slow sp- p- parts of your day either. So, just, Yeah, but you exist in that weird kind of furtive looking for a
1: hit, uh, just mind space that I find just claustrophobic and weird. I hate it, because I go to Twitter for stuff to talk about on the show, and I get sucked in, and I start to get that weird feeling. I'll bet you all can relate to it. It's it's difficult to describe, but it's like, it's slightly threatened. You know, just hostile anger, boredom, all mixed into one.
0: I was talking to a super smart person the other day, who I won't uh, name because they uh, this was private. I don't I don't know if they want it on the air, but um, super smart person that you uh, may know, and... Um, They've got all, all kinds of degrees from fancy universities and that sort of stuff, but find it difficult to read books anymore mm. just because of the way we take in information. Yeah, amen to that. And, uh, yeah, that's that's not good. That's nope. not good. I mean, if, if if that's happening to our super smart, we don't want our super smart people incapable of reading books and having
1: and long, deep thoughts. Well, and I'm guessing that was a person who was mature when the age yeah. of the Internet and social media yeah. came along and the brain was formed to be able to you know, uh, uh, follow something long-term, as opposed to kids.
0: Oh, my My kids have had so much less downtime for their brain than I ever did. There's just no comparison. Hmm. Anywho, uh, I'll mention cheesing first, and then we'll get to boxing. Next hour, a um, person with a Ph.D. gave a speech at Yale about how evil white people are. I can't believe that this is acceptable in the modern world, but apparently it is. My brother sent me a truck of uh, a picture of his truck. He got cheesed while he was driving from Arizona back to Kansas. Do tell. Um, I don't know if you've seen any of these videos. The Velveeta slices, where you peel, where you peel off the plastic, they're yeah. really sticky. Oh boy! And so people are cheesing things all the time. And there's there's some funny YouTube videos of like workplaces. <laughs> Where you just like throw it over there and you smack somebody in the face with the cheese and it'll stick. <laughs> There's lots of YouTube videos of be- of cheesing people. You don't have to be a very good throw because if you hit him at all, it will stick. It's that <laughs> sticky.
1: Wow. But anyway, until so, so, someone loses so, an eye.
0: I picture of the back of my uh, my bro- brother's truck. His tailgate had a Velveeta cheese slice on it. So somebody <laughs> drove by and like flung it out the window and cheesed him. <laughs> So watch out for being cheesed. Or if you find a Velveeta slice just out of nowhere, that's where it came watch
2: from. Watch out for it. I'm headed to the grocery store. Are you kidding? I'm
0: going to start being the cheeser as opposed yes. to the cheesy. Cheeser be tor- cheesed.
2: Tort- tortilla chip suit. Hey, cheese me. I just have nachos now.
0: Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. <laughs> um, and uh, one of the greatest boxers of all time, Floyd Merriweather, who retired years ago, fought a YouTube star last night in an exhibition. They each made millions, it's reported, but they won't say how much. That's kind of a Netflix model of keeping these things secret. It, it, ben- it benefits you in so many ways because, you know, it's, it's enough that a lot of people want to try to do it, but you don't have to actually give out the numbers, so there's no chance of a disappointment or anything, I guess. So. Mm. Anyway, would you, because I think in the world of boxing, I, I, we watch other people get knocked out, and I think we take it too lightly, what it would be <laughs> like to get punched until you're unconscious? Or at least non-compos mentis. You can't function, even if you're uh, conscious. Sean just showed me one clip of the fight where it really looks like Floyd knocked him out briefly and holds him up until he gets hmm. his wits together a little bit. Because hmm. he didn't want the fight to end. I think if he had just gotten out of the way, old Paul would have landed on his face. Is Was that the fourth round punch in the mouth, uh, Sean? Uh, do you recall? I didn't
3: see. I saw
1: it was, that because I mean, it was a because yeah he gets he squared up boom and then he wraps his arms around Mayweather and kind of hangs on.
0: Would you uh, let somebody punch you to your unconscious for a million dollars? At my age, right now,
1: I think it's or a, ever. Uh, 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 Yes, in in my younger days, yes. I don't think I don't think the brain's nearly as plastic as you get older. It does not but recover. When you were
0: younger, you would have let somebody punch you until you're completely unconscious.
1: Well, I would have gotten a boxing ring knowing that was a possibility. I think so. Get knocked out once to never work again? Sure. Well, a million dollars. I don't know if you can never work again. Depends how you invest it. My investing strategy. I don't know. I got got smacked in the face playing hockey. I took a fastball between the eyes. I mean, it's not like it would have been the
0: first time. (laughs) Being punched repeatedly until you're knocked unconscious, though, but that feels really bad. I bet it feels really bad for several days afterwards. Too. Oh, I'd say maybe for the rest of your days, slurring and can't remember where you are. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't, I don't know.
2: Maybe pe- when I was younger, I'd have said yes. Right now, I don't feel like I want to. The person I'm going against has a lot to do with it. Is it Mike Tyson? I need to think a lot harder about it than if it's Floyd Mayweather. Somebody who is a non knockout artist versus somebody who could theoretically actually knock my head from my shoulders. Yeah, I don't want
0: I don't want my cheekbone and nose broken right. and knocked out, like I can't do math anymore. <laughs> you you got a lot of caveats here, tough guy. Getting a ring, huh? Yeah. Huh? I th- well, I mean, I think I think you're right. When I was younger, I think I'd have been a big yes. But, I remember uh, the last time I
1: was skating and I I hit my head on the ice. My thought was that felt really
0: different than it did when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. If you're white, you're a psychopath, according to one doctor.
3: Armstrong and Getty.